Alright, everybody, welcome to that one show on Brotherly Pod with Shane. Flyerside Chat. Flyerside Chat. I'm glad somebody's professional around here. Well, you know, I'm only on one show with you. You're on 48 shows of your own. Tuesday, June 8th, 2021. Here? That's about it. (laughs) We'll see you next week. (laughs) See you next week. What happens when I don't have a format? Just come in. Well, you know, we don't have to. It's the off-season, for us, anyway. Get thrown off 40 seconds in. Oh, we tried. We gave it a go. Yeah. As you alerted me before we uh, went here, you couldn't find your uh, your formal beanie. Yeah, I don't know where the hell it went, honestly. And it was... Uh... Yep, I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> I have no fucking idea. But Katie, thank you for pointing out the fact that I'm an adult in my own home, by the way. So I don't know what matters uh, that I'm wearing a beanie. Well, not today. because I've, I've misplaced it. Let me piss from like sitting on it or something. I don't know. I'm a little sporadic. I think I dislocated my cock tonight. Pardon me? Yeah, you heard that right. Dislocated your cock, huh? Pretty certain. I don't know. It's a, you know, I'm a, I'm a warrior. You fight through those because things. Because you're sporadic. Well, I, hold on. I was not in this particular moment. I was a stationary victim. Um... <laughs> what? <laughs> God damn it. I have no idea where this stupid thing is. Whatever. I give up. Katie, it existed at one point. I don't know where the hell it is now. I can't be bothered to continue to look for it. I'm going to freak out. Also, when you called, my I have my phone out. I have my new podcasting laptop out. I have my like actual laptop out. And then I have my old laptop out. I'm just trying to find a way to stream both the Phillies game and the Sixers game at the same time whilst talking to you. You just called me, and in, in like four different microseconds, each device went off. I thought I had an aneurysm. <laughs> I thought that was it. i'm glad i haven't set it up on my work computer yet otherwise i'd have another fucking computer up right now for no reason all right that's how everybody should that's how this entire world should run every time i call you just every device alerts that dan the flyer fan means business and maybe someone would answer you when you call i think i'm the only person i I always respond i have very little going on in my life at times but except your dislocated cock Let's just, yeah, do you want to go back to that? You can't elaborate? (laughs) I'm fascinated. I, you know... Especially from a stationary position. Every time in my life where I feel like, okay, I dislocated my cock, there's usually some kind of entertainment going on. There was plenty of entertainment. I was just, I was an innocent bystander of this. Here's the thing. I made... I, I this gets the twists and turns of this whole story before I hear it is, is too much. So Well, yeah, and you're learning as the audience is learning. And this is a hockey show, so, you know, whatever, bear with us. But we're talking about sticks. It's okay. So hundred percent curves. Yeah. Um, yeah, the blade bent, possibly snapped. Not in certain, not entirely certain. We'll figure this all out as we go. Um, but uh, it's all right. Dick, Dr. Dan, he'll take care of it. Yeah. You know, he'll be like, Oh, you're a little bent, little lilt, but never hurt anybody. <laughs> we uh, did live colonoscopies last week. So we that's may awesome. as well just move to that's it. urinal doctors or whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah, that's it. hundred percent. Yeah. I'm uh that's, Let's just see what we're working with here. But uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I don't know. I've been making a, a, a position to get a new couch for since we bought the old one. Um, it just sinks too low. And, you know, and it really throws the angles off. And 
Huh. Well, if that doesn't get us to buy a new couch, I don't know what will. Because at this point, I, I don't know if this is a, is, a, is this a 10 day IL situation. Do I work through this? Like, do I just sit here and try to tough it out like Harper did? And then we find out on day eight, maybe I should have went on the IL. But do I give this another go on like day seven? And do I say, well, you know what? You're right. I, I should have gone on the, on the IL. And now it's like an 18 day IL. I don't know how this stint works. <clears throat> All I know is that if I was to try to do anything to it right now, I'd be tying a stick to it and praying for hope. What, 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 what do I do with a story like that? I don't know. Is this an extra? Like, do we do we just restart the show at this point? I, I mean, I feel like we've taken this thing about as far as we could take it tonight. Oh, God. Huh. Uh, this is the greatest episode in Brother Pod history. I think you say that every single time that we record, which, by the way, oh, is. This is my favorite show. I don't give a shit what anybody else thinks. <laughs> it is Hands my down my show favorite too. show. My favorite show, whether uh, uh, my own network or anyone else's network. This is fantastic. Oh, Lord. Where else can you talk about? Acquired lilts. Got to write that one down. I think we've got a show title already. Acquired lilt? Nice. But how are you, man? Doing great, You look well. <laughs> uh, my cock's not broke, so I'm. Uh, I'm hey, that's fine. that's it. Good for you and your, you know, ergonomically correct cock. Yeah, well done. I'm still young. There's time to to break it. Yeah, and that will happen one day when I'm in my early 40s. I'll sit down and <laughs> on a saggy couch and just that's the end of it. <laughs> oh Jesus! I, I mean, look. At least there was you know action to that caused this wasn't just sitting down and just which also was awful like that is less than pleasurable to sit on your own junk i i feel like i don't know maybe 85 percent of our audience can relate to that 88 percent. i don't really know you want to know a real number i can pull it up whoa, 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 whoa. can you tell who's male and female yeah holy shit well you know we have a million different genders at this point i don't want to be insensitive to that but what parts there are this uh 76 percent male uh, 20% female, 1% non-binary, and 1% okay. not specified. That's awesome. I did not know you could get broken down stats in that particular way. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, 24% of our listeners right now are just sitting there saying, like, what in the, <laughs> what fuck, the fuck is fuck? going on? But to the 76% of you, you know what I'm talking about, especially in this moist summer. Not fun. Mm. It's no. like swinging a lunch pail over your shoulder sometime. It's not great. <laughs> I get the pleasure of seeing the reactions of all the people that I say. I don't really know how you take this to anything else. Do you transition to hockey? I don't know. I'm sitting here trying to put the pieces together, looking for a nice transition to. I don't know that there is one. To something else. Now we're just. When you open the gate with a broken cock, I don't know where you go from here. I don't know where you go from there. I don't know. Huh. (sighs) This has been Flyerside Chat. Dominant show of the Brotherly Pod Network. Brotherly Pod. Is it a network? I don't even know what it is. I don't know what I am anymore. I'm just a guy that hosts shows nonstop. And sometimes we talk I about I thought you were taking a break, talk. dude. I took a break last week. But like, I thought this was going to be like a fairly consistent break for you, where you were just going to get to I like thought it was, that. but then, you know. Next well, week, who? next week we're lining up for a nice easy week. 
So good. Maybe every other week we'll have a nice easy week. Good. I can't take all the time off. Well, you know. I never feel right when I don't do shows at night. When it's, you know, when 8 p.m. rolls around and I'm not doing a show and I'm sitting here going, what the fuck do I do with my life when I don't do shows? Sit on a sagging couch and bring a partner in and see what happens. (laughs) It's nice every once in a while to get the night off. Then I'm like, eh, I need something to do. Let's call Shane and talk about broken (laughs) cocks. God, Lord willing, this is the only time this occurs for me, but whatever. That's what happens when you're advanced age. So, well, advanced age and just highly active lifestyle. You know, eventually, sometimes, the risk is higher. So, given your uh, beanie reference at the beginning, I assume you listened to Noah Lepon? You know, like three and a half minutes of it or so. I was just trying to find, which, by the way, not okay on your part. I know. We established in our conversational exchange that I, Noah, I left you, and Noah, I know you listen to my show, you little bitch. (laughs) I left you a response to the voicemail that you left on my show because you took up all my listeners' time sitting here with that 16-second gem of a message that you left me. I responded, trying to give your show just a little bit of life. Dan didn't play it for you. I dropped the ball on that one. It's okay. It's fine. I asked him if he wanted to cut a promo on you tonight, and he said no. So, If he wanted to what? If you wanted to leave another message, call oh, in okay. and said no. I got gotcha. you. So you maybe you you have him on the ropes on this one. I think you're winning this battle finally. There was never a doubt, Dan. There was never a doubt. I will say the idea of now having a dance off. Now oh. I'm overanalyzing this to death too, and I just first it was the boxing match. Now it's a. I'm annoyed that I didn't that when I responded with that. I was not obviously privy to what was being said in the midst of the show. That is true. I said this before either of the two of those idiots brought that up or you agreed with it. So the fact that we were all on the same page means that, like, unfortunately, this has to happen. And, like, I'm cool with it. Like, I'm okay with Noah getting embarrassed twice in one evening. We have, like, a triathlon or something. Gonna have a boxing match first and then dance off. And there needs to be one more category, and the winner takes wins the best of three. <sighs> they won't even need a third category. I'm good here. Are you sweeping the whole thing? 100%. You don't need a third category. If it's a best of three, just whatever your first two categories are, I got it. I do think you would win the boxing match. I am certain. And I guess you would hold your own in the dance off. Shockingly, I am a pretty good dancer. Like. It's pretty embarrassing to say sometimes, but there's no that I don't feel like he's got any kind of uh, sway in this one. Oh, he's like clear, like he's that white. He's <laughs> clear. I don't know if we could say that on here either. It was As... On our way to get it canceled. Who cares? But yeah, not I, as bad what... as what I have to edit out last week. What did I say? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was still a great joke, but god damn it, was that inappropriate? Uh... I feel like, all right, anything that you cancel out should be a separate leftovers episode that you only mail out to the team, just so that we can all <laughs> appreciate hear and live said. one more time the brilliance that is Shane. That was funny. <laughs> Fell into the ether. That's most unfortunate. What the fuck, man? Are you preoccupied over there? No, no, no. Like, I don't understand why the hell this other, I got 17 laptops up for all these different things going on right now. And I don't know, two of them keep shifting off. And Stephanie's, I, I mean, downside of the Apple. Remember how I told you before I ever brought this Apple, Apple, Apple laptop that I didn't want people to be able to get in contact with me ever? Mm-hmm. I'm tired of the way that this happens. Yeah. 
I have like a string right now, of like 16 different text messages from I Stephanie. I heard the vibrating. In the who, by the way, is right downstairs. Innocent of all things. Like she didn't just dislocate my member <laughs> texting me about softball. Just one after another, after another. And I'm like, I'm a professional. I'm trying to sit here and ice my junk and talk to Dan. Let me live. <sighs> there was that one chick that threw a lot of balls at the softball thing. What's this now? I don't know. Softball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The what are you chick. talking about? Oh, Odyssey? Yeah. Huh. She's all over my uh, timeline the last few days. She was awesome. Which, by the way, if like, and you're a big advocate for for, uh, for women in sports as well, yes. which is awesome. Um, if people, like for, for a serious moment, for, for just a second, uh, which is not necessarily my speed all the time. Then but, I'll go back to being an asshole. Um, very true. Uh, but if you like... Every year, if you can find a way to, to to watch, you know, tune in and just support in any way the Women's College World Series for softball, I highly recommend you guys do so. It is one; the product is amazing. There, there's something deeply romantic about collegiate athletes playing uh, and knowing that, and especially in women's sports, where the likelihood of having a career in that sport after college is is so small. Um, and to know that that you're watching some of you know the the greatest on earth performing what they love to do possibly for the last time um you know and you're mentioning odyssey who pitched i think 96 percent of the innings uh throughout each of the rounds leading into that um you know to watch her get a standing ovation from both her own crowd as well as the the oklahoma crowd for for the appreciation as to what this girl did um so it's like tear jerking moments, like a hundred percent. If you can go, if you could check in and watch that each year, I, I mean, if, if you're just a lover of competition and sports in general, like you, you'll really enjoy it. It's an awesome, awesome product. Can Back you pitch to the, for the Phillies? I would take her in a minute. <laughs> like the competitive nature of this girl was just awesome to Damn. watch. Absolutely awesome. Yeah, it's uh. They got that uh, Kingery guy. Now he's a pig again. I guess. Yeah, that, uh, that is correct. What is happening here? I don't know. I can delete those. That's how. Ah, now they're off my screen and I'm not. <laughs> motherfucker. She just keeps going. It just won't stop. Yes. Do you hear the vibrations? Yep. My God. But yes, Kingery. How sad that is, man. I just remember watching him for my season ticket playing down there. And it was a short stay in Lehigh Valley. Him and Hoskins both. Yeah. Um, you know, and rightly so. Both guys tore it up. They were incredible. Um, and like, I, it's it's so weird to, to sit there and, and watch players who, who just purely dominate a particular level of their sport and then get to that next level. And there's just something that doesn't translate over. Um, and then there are guys who like who are, are just kind of, like they got called up out of necessity. Like you, you look at the, uh, like the Obi Kubels who really didn't show anything two years ago it, it, during his time in, in Lehigh Valley and out of necessity comes up and suddenly he, the competition elevated his game. It, it's just weird to see how that works for, for, for different people. But I do feel for Kingery. Um, I feel for me with the Kingery situation because my former roommate is an ass hat and he's just anything that he, he just sticks his flag into and demands that, or, you know, states that he's right about all things. He's just such a condescending prick. Like, I'm doing it, and, like, I make that sexy. I promise I do. It might not come across on this particular show at times, but uh, but I make it work. That guy doesn't. Don't listen to his shows. Clown. 
Good guy, by the way. Just not when it comes to sports. Everything else in life, totally fine. Sports, asshat. Hmm. He's not with my network anymore, and that was a choice I, I, I made. I can tell. Yeah. And I enjoy. Though, tip that, that that's how I talk about my people that are still on my network, so <laughs> it's hard to tell. <laughs> <laughs> not me. No, not I do. Anymore. I do want to at least say for for Katie, uh, thank you for always positively mentioning my voice. Much appreciated. I'll let the beanie thing slide. Um, and, and Noah, is this enough inflection for you? Enough personality? Am I still monotone, you little bitch? <laughs> God damn. Do you have a formal beanie for weddings? No, I don't wear beanies outside of my own home. Like, it's just I, my hair is so heavy and awkward. Like, it's just hold on. That I wear hats twenty four seven for that reason. Yes, like this is. It just falls in front of my face, and I look like an emo nut. But like you, you do, can't look that, right? <laughs> you do. I just look like I just have deep issues, which I do. But you don't need to know that. This yeah. is horrible. But like it gets in my eyes. It's all heavy and weird. Nothing weighs appropriate in my head, so like it just falls in awkward areas. I don't know, man. And like the hipster look does not work for a guy like me. So like I can't get away with like the purposefully You're a totally messy. Totally different person with your hair done. Hair. Yeah, man, it's awful. It's fucking terrible. So when I'm at home and keeping that shit out of my head, I, I wear I wear hats and beanies. Like it just is what it is. I also try to keep my house as cold as humanly possible. So, so oh yeah, absolutely. It's seven thousand degrees in here. It is a million degrees in here right now. That's that's why I never wore hats my whole life until I grew my hair out in high school, and now I wear hats all the time simply just to keep my fucking hair out of my face. That's it. Yeah. It's it's most unfortunate. Yeah, not not great. If anyone's got any tips on on how to like survive with long hair, that'd be awesome. I did just cut a ton of hair off, and it's still fucking long. It's ridiculous. Not just. I know you mentioned that before the show, Dan. Nice attempt there, but uh, to be fair, I could actually tell tonight because you're not in the dark. Oh, isn't it easier to tell yeah. when there's light in the room, asshole? <laughs> Jesus. Ah. <laughs> <Yeah. sighs> Oh, we do have a bit of Flyers talk to satisfy the fiends out there that get angry every time we don't talk about Flyers. Ah. Oh, they're out there, and they're very vocal about it. But uh, luckily, I don't care! And why would we? <laughs> so, 24 hours ago, Felix Sandstrom was packing his shit and heading back to Europe. He yeah, what was out. Silver's tweet about that? Was it him? Who was it? The, he? It was or the... Androc, whatever. He was in a Liga team somewhere in Finland. And they the the team dropped the thing. Hey, he look at Sandstrom coming over here, and it's like, well, that's the end of that. And today, tonight, a few hours ago, he signed a one year extension with the Flyers, and will report to Lehigh next year. So, <laughs> don't know if there was just some crossed wires with his negotiations in Finland, and they thought they had him, and they didn't, or I don't know. This is a PR move to save as much face as possible. I yet tell. another one of your prospects is fleeing the country as quick as possible. Oh, yeah. What's that say about the organization as a whole? It's ridiculous. David but, Kasha uh, outies himself. Robiev did last year. Rubsov's not, probably not coming back. I'm still Sonstrom's disappointed gone. about the Rubsov thing, man. I am. I, I just... I like a dude who cheats. Even an unknowingly. <laughs> it's awesome. Right? Yeah. So just little steroids at the age of 16, not a big deal. Just yeah. need a slight competitive advantage. 6'1 at 16 wasn't a big enough dude. But uh, 
yeah, that one did disappoint me. The Kasha thing, whatever. Um, I, I did like Misha, but whatever that shit happens. That was a guy that was just, we talked about it earlier. Someone who was game never translated to the NHL, yeah. every bit of intensity and just like awareness just left and stayed in Lehigh Valley. So he was just a, a quad a guy. Like if you need someone to, to be a body for a night or two, he's not going to murder you, but anything longer, not great. Had to remove um, both Kasha and Sonstrom from the case. They've been replaced. The, with whom? Who'd you replace them with? Um, who did I replace them with? I've been slowly updating some of the old, I got a lot of, uh, I just took the Vecchioni out and all kinds of, uh, older guys. Stuff like uh, Vecchioni. Found a cheap Forsberg one, which is a cool ad. Got the Legion of Doom in there. Very nice. Got an Emery one at a nice price. I thought that was a cool little ad because he's not going to be sending autographs anytime soon. <sighs> and, uh, Yager. Found a fucking Yager Flyers puck. I got a Yager yes. puck. <laughs> yeah, I dug it. That one took forever to find and finally found him like, getting it so that, so that case has come out along pretty well right now i always loved yager um and like getting him back having him here that one year in philadelphia won that line was so much fun uh, but then just like it's just so cool to see a guy that that's going to be a top five eight player in in hockey history to come back and play on your team for a bit and um I, I always wanted that classic jersey there couldn't find it so steph went out and i don't know how the hell she found it but she found me the autographed puck uh, for for my case, so I do have that, but I I do not have that jersey, and I know that you are the guy who buys all of the jerseys that have ever been stitched together. Do you by chance have that jersey? I used to. I do not. Anymore. Sweet Jesus, who'd you sell it to? Some guy. All right, well you got his address. Like just uh, text it over to me. It's not a big deal. <laughs> I know that there I are like, my, like small things that are that are wrong with that, but uh, it is what it is. I'll, I'll take care of it. I also saw that people can't read sizes and pictures on oh, their stuff. Oh, my fucking Jesus Christ almighty, every day of my life. I want to know who doesn't. What size is this jersey? Who doesn't thoroughly it's sit in the there pictures. and go through It's literally spelled out in the goddamn description. There was a time, and this happens, there was a time I went back and forth with a guy over a Joe Saku jersey, one of mine. And after, like, it was legit, like a full day of sending offers back and forth. He finally accepted. And about 20 minutes later, he messaged me and goes, hey, uh, I didn't realize this was a medium. Can you cancel this? It's like, wait, how do you fucking negotiate for a day over a jersey and do that? It's happened, I don't even know how many times. Oh, I bought this jersey, but uh, it's the wrong size. Or they send an offer and then I get an email a few minutes later and go, oh, I didn't realize this was a large. I need a 4X because I'm a dumb fuck. It's like, God. Yeah, that's ridiculous. God. I couldn't I, even imagine going on eBay and buying a jersey without looking at the fucking size of the jersey I was going to buy. That's what I'm saying. Like, even if you're going to, like, overly reputable places, like, you go to NHL.com, whatever. If that's where you go and you buy your jerseys, you go to the NHL shop, fine. You go there and you sit there and you, you look down at every damn thing. You're going to a less than reputable place. You're going through through, through fucking eBay where any, you could have just taken a picture of, like, the corner of a jersey yeah. and just been like, I swear it's a hockey jersey. It's, it doesn't matter how big, whatever. How do you not scour that shit? How do you not just sit there and be like, wonder what fucking size this is? Can you imagine going into at? like Kmart and being like, I'm going to buy this shirt, but I'm not going to check what size it is. And you get to the register and look, these motherfuckers, this is a large, I need a medium. <laughs> do Kmart still exist? Is that an outdated reference? Am I a boomer? 
Oh, God. I can't believe that the word boomer was just used on our show, Dan. I am actually deeply saddened by that. <laughs> um, I know that there is... I'm quickly like, approaching 25, and I'm having a midlife crisis. So now I've, I'm concerned Midlife? Are you just planning to exit this place in another, like, two decades? 25? That's, that's, that's impressive. <sighs> I never thought I would live to be 36, to be honest, and that's only five years away. So at this point... I'm open. I live beyond 36. Unless, of course, my unit no longer works, at which point <laughs> I'm out. But <laughs> I wonder uh, how many different things I can call that like throughout the remainder of this show. That's got to be like the fifth different way that I've referenced my own penis. Six. <laughs> there we go. Well, I don't know. I also don't know. But uh, I also was going to wear a Sixers jersey on for this, but I refuse to be the guy who wears a, a basketball jersey without a shirt underneath it. It's mm, like, yeah, that's ridiculous. And like, I'm not a fucking small guy anymore where that would actually make mild sense to have two shirts on. Nope. Go Sixers. Go. Yes. Is, is Alan Iverson still playing? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Absolutely. That's how much I pay attention to the Sixers. I heard that uh, the the guy lost the MVP thing. Joel Embiid? Yeah. Less than pleasurable. The yeah. Joker fellow one, whatever the fuck his name is. That is correct. Yeah. Just because he played like every yeah, game. He suited up every night. What a useless stat. In a world that, they, that, that especially. Speaking of useless stats! Bring it in. Why the fuck do people want Tyson Berry? Why do people. The, the idea that <sighs> folks don't want Seth Jones because some fucking nerd on a computer pulled up one stat but they want Tyson Berry who sucks specifically went to Edmonton knowing goddamn well he would quarterback a Connor McDavid led power play rack up a shit ton of points just so he can find some obscene contract somewhere why I do, do we not have enough offensive defensemen that don't play defense on this team is three of them not enough? Do we need a fourth? Why in the dick, speaking of, of offensively-minded defensemen who can't play the position of defense from a defensive standpoint, why is that goddamn guy, I'm not going to use his name, but I'm trying to be slightly respectful in this moment because I, I can never remember if it's someone who ever comes on and guests, but why the hell is there one particular human in Flyers Twitter who continues to sit here and mention, I almost said Matt Niskanen, Jesus Christ, my brain... Oh, six and oh with the Canadians with dude on the ice. Gustafson. Yes. I don't know who mentioned that, but I got to block him immediately. If dude, if you haven't, honestly, I finally started utilizing the mute button on Twitter, which the is mute crazy. button drives me nuts because Why? it'll show me that I have a response to my tweet, but I can't see it. And there's no way for me to see it. You know how you fix it? Don't tweet. Just be a toilet stalker. <laughs> That's it. Just sit there. Check out the, the news you need. Why Why did Flyers fans want Barry? I don't know. Just keep on, keep it moving. I got, I got, I got hot takes to release to the world. That is true. I really should start tweeting more, but I say that every fucking show. I got a brand to run here. That is true. And you successfully do so, whereas I certainly do not. I'm just a part of one, which is lovely. 
Yeah, the Gus Love is fellow. Of course he's playing well elsewhere because he's not in Philadelphia. He still can't play defense. No. He's just ass. God, they got Tyson Berry. You want to sign Tyson Berry? What do their eyes say? That's the whole reason that video exists as far as I'm concerned with huh? the target guy or whatnot. The, what do your eyes say? And he comes all in all close. That's brilliant because I need to know when you watch a player like that, like over the course of their time in the NHL, what do your fucking eyes say? What does the eye test say? Because they don't watch. And that's the thing with Seth Jones is like. They just pick up stat books. What do you want to bet? You can't understand Not a single person that doesn't want Seth Jones watched him once this season. No, I like the once. Nice work. But uh, (laughs) it's absurd to me because that's exactly right. They pull up all these different numbers, and look, I am a, I'm a numbers guy, and 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 I I appreciate the analytical shift in a lot of sports. I like the strategy behind it, but at the same point, I don't claim to understand the particular stats and numbers that come up. That I I don't know how that number is configured. I don't know what what goes into these particular stats. There are certain ones that I, I have to sit there and say, you know what, that's above me right now. If they're saying this is a metric that matters, that's great, but I don't understand it, so I can't comment on that. But there are other things and all all across sports right now where the analytics come through, and I'm like, yeah, I get that. I want to know what the fuck these guys who have not watched him once have against this man. I have no idea. I I've taken Ridiculous. a lot of time over the last year and a half or so to at least understand what a vast majority of analytics mean. Um, but the, th- the thing that gets me with the analytics the most in hockey is just, I find that 99% of the people that are the gatekeepers of the analytics community very rarely ever use them in a proper manner. That's not driven by some kind of agenda against a player. Sure. I mean, that's... there's always some kind of fucking narrative built. You know, the the random cherry pick stats that make Robert Haig look like the worst player in the fucking league, when in reality I could pull up other stats and say he's not half bad. And I did that with the Kevin Hayes piece. I, I talked about this in a previous show. There was uh, Anthony, and I discussed him one time on one of these shows, and we listed a bunch of stats that made him look really good, like top two players in the Flyers. And somebody else, when I wrote that piece about, you know, giving another chance, Somebody responded with another list of analytics that say, well, here's the reason why he's not good. You know, and I find that to be a very common theme. And the the hockey analytics community, the legit producers of the content is relatively slim. There's maybe half a dozen people that are, you know, the true legit sites that produce it. And then you get the beat writers that put it out to the public. And then you get the, the shitty readers on Twitter that suck the tit of the beat writer who's sucking the tit of the website and just putting out random stats and it's watered down and they use it, you know, uh, against certain players for certain reasons. And Jones, I, I think, is just finding this as a reason to not want to, to not sign him because they don't want to, they don't want to try. The thing with Jones is he ticks all the boxes of things people don't like in Philadelphia. His analytics aren't perfect. You're going to have to trade for him, which is probably going to be a big deal, and you're going to have to re-sign him, which is going to be a lot of money. That's three things that Flyers fans really don't like very much. That's what I, I hear Dougie Hamilton quite a bit. We got want Hamilton. I want him. First of all, it's not even a guarantee he's going to hit free agency. And second of all, if he hits free agency, you're telling me you're going to be just fine paying this guy 9 to $10 million a season. Bullshit. I put this theory out with Manny on Twitter the other day. The reason people want Hamilton right now is because he's unattainable. Because right now, he may not even hit for agency. You can get behind Hamilton now 
as a guy who may not hit free agency. So when free agency comes around, then he resigns in Carolina and go, well, our target gone. We tried, but the guy we wanted's <laughs> not there because you can get Jones today. They could trade for Jones tomorrow if they wanted to. But that's why nobody wants him because he's attainable. I think that's a solid theory. I don't know if people even know that, but I guarantee a vast majority of the people who want Hamilton and no one Jones are for that reason specifically. You're telling me Jones, uh, Hamilton signs for $10 million and there's not going to be a meltdown? Come on. So you're sitting here telling me that the entire just, just flyer-verse of humans, that they are just looking for reasons to validate their misery and yes! keep them in an endless cycle of misery? Yes! I think These that's brilliant, Dan. I really like do. It. Why do you? Why else do they want Nolan Patrick back? I can't think, and I was a hand in the air with Patrick. I was a guy who said I, I was in on him. I'm good with it. Like, I understand what this human is. Let's give him a little bit of time. Coming back from concussions, it is what it is. Get him the fuck out. Hand in the air. That was an incorrect view on my part, and, and that view was immediately changed. But, yeah, I do think that's a really logical and rational thing coming from you and the way that, that the all the Flyers Twitter, it certainly seems at this point the way that they are um and fuck that sad man because like eventually that that is that's what brews the toxicity of yes, this fan base absolutely you know and again we talk about it all the time you and i because we're not overly attached to players as, as a whole we're attached to the product and we're attached to, to the organization um but that that's what it is like the, the, they fall in love with the, the, these pieces that i i like the word the the unattainable thing and the attainable the argument from from both of those particular players' perspectives and what what their situations are and how they are tied to the Flyers right now, it, it does. It makes a, a complete it makes complete sense and it's fucking infuriating and it honestly makes me want to just sit here and throw my phone against the wall at the thought of opening Twitter right now because now all I want to do is just link this goddamn podcast at thirty five minutes thirty four minutes when you started talking about it and just say you people need to listen to this bit. And I can it. crop it up and put it up for you. That's it. Just let that be the commercial that plays ahead of all uh, of every fucking post that you put out there. It's just the <laughs> the idea, and this is kind of a, a tangent on it, but it's the same concept. Like Jones had a down year, and even you know Eichel and Line and all these guys that have proven track records as top guys, as all stars, as goal scorers, as top defensemen, all this shit. They had a down year, and they're immediately washed up, right? They're never going to bounce back. It's never going to get any better. They're done. It's over. It's this and that. However, when we're talking about the Flyers players, Konechny, Sanheim, Myers, Hart, Patrick, all these shitheads that just had down years, it's they're all going to bounce back. They're all great, and they're all great, and they're going to bounce back. Why are the Flyers players going to bounce back, but the all-star proven caliber players are not? Why, why, I, I can't even fathom this kind of mindset of, of backing players because when, when, the idea that the pieces are worth more than the whole, when did this become a thing? Why, when... what, no, of all the shit I've heard about Nolan Patrick, I still have never heard a legitimately good reason to keep the guy. It's one of three things. Well, his hair is pretty. Or he's cheap, so why the fuck not? You may as well. Or three, because he had potential when he was 17, and one day, if we give him six years, he'll cash in on it. 
I want to bring him back just because, because he's cheap, he's a fourth liner, he's not blocking anybody. That's not a good reason. At that point, you may as well just bring Chris Vandevelde back to do that I do that legitimately. Shit. Oh, there's a lot of things that get said on this podcast week in and week out that I never thought I would hear say. That's one of them. Fuck off with that. What's the difference, I, though? What's the difference between there Chris Vandevelde and Nolan so Patrick? About it. That's the thing. So I, I think that when you endure a cycle of losing and a, and a period of, uh, of non-championship caliber, insert sport here, eventually you have to find something romantically to, to attach you to whatever it is that you're going to watch night in and night out. Can you imagine being the fucking Los Angeles Angels, and I'm Angels, whatever the fuck we're calling them now, and having to sit there and watch Mike Trout, arguably what he may go down as the greatest baseball player in the history of the game, like, you have to be okay and accepting of mediocrity at a certain point because you get to fall in love with the greatest player to ever play. The, the difference between them and the fucking Philadelphia Flyers is they're falling in love with an asshat like Nolan Patrick and planting their flag on that and saying, well, we're never going to win, but I, you know what? I'm going to plant my flag on that guy because he might figure it out one day. He's not Connor McDavid. He's not fucking Sidney Crosby. Like he, he, He's not this top-tier player, top-tier talent that you can sit there and, and logically... You, Put your flag in and say, you know what? I know we're not going to be a good team, but he's a fun player to watch. And that story and what he could potentially do in his career. I need something to get me to, to, to the arena night in and night out or in front of my TV night in and night out. We don't have those pieces. We don't have a Mike Trout. No. God damn. No. I'm more heated tonight than I should be because we're talking about a team that's not even fucking playing. I don't know. I put Whatever. up a piece this morning on brotherlypuck.com about the, I recapped the summer of 2007. It broke down oh every move, and it's like, <laughs> the the. I don't think you're ever going to see anything like that again, just simply based on the caliber and quantity of moves, but like, that's what needs to happen here. You need somebody to I come in and just gut this fucking team and start again. If, if we sit here, you know, in the middle of August when free agency kind of calms down and the draft and everything is over... And everything looks relatively the same. I'm gonna have a fucking meltdown, like one that I've never had on this show before. <laughs> if they don't even begin to make an attempt for change, like I can sit here all goddamn day and formulate trades for anybody, make the cash work, make the 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 trade value work, make it all work. And then at the end of the day, it's is Fletcher gonna have the balls to actually do something in real life? And is that's the biggest Comcast conglomerate going to allow him exactly. and those balls to inflate is, is large Dave enough. Is Dave Scott going to fucking open up his purse and allow something to happen here? And it's just that it's so between the loser mentality of the fans and the, the whatever the fuck is going on behind the scenes in the front office. Like it, it's such a recipe for complete and utter disaster. And just continued it, mediocrity. And just, I think they're fine. So, so much of this, you know, again, they clearly listen to and pay attention and to what the perception of their team is and, and their fan base is and, and the awkward attachment to players. That's clear. I, ownership is entirely too invested in the construction of the pieces. They're, yes. they're not just money guys. Uh, Chuck Fletcher, and we've talked about this before too, like he's a guy who – he didn't have to do anything. He's just got to babysit right now. He's being told what he can and cannot do, or at least that's the perception that we have as fans. This team is, and look, and then you have to sit there and, and think, well, now we have a, an extended flat cap that we should, should expect. That's not easy to navigate. 
you have the uh, the expansion draft again. Another thing that you got to just kind of hope to God they take a player that makes your life easier and not an Obi Kubel or something, um, you know, or, or, or even a Lawton. Um, you know, it, it, so much works against the 2007 type of let's demolish this thing that I don't think that's, that, that's even a, a 1% chance to happen right now. And that's what's so unfortunate. And, and we've said it before on here. I don't care if we win five games next year, so long as the product that we watch on the ice is different. I need to know that the problems are different, that the solutions and the ways to get to those solutions is different. I need to know that there is an idea at the end of this thing. I don't, I, you, there is nothing right now. We are a directionless mess. We are the first 16 seconds of a chicken getting their head cut off. We are running around like assholes and we are all just waiting to die. And that 15th to 16th second is never fucking ending. <laughs> That's funny. I was at an Iron Pigs game. And they cut a chicken? <laughs> Uh, no, I, uh, I completely lost my train of thought. Iron Pigs. I was at an Iron Pigs game uh, a couple weeks ago, and there was a guy behind me, and I guess it was his ticket rep. They were talking. Now, this is one of the game when it was rainy as cold, so I was absolutely miserable. So I was watching the game, but listening to what was going on behind me. And um, they got on a conversation. I guess they were talking about baseball, but I think it applies to hockey, too, especially in the Flyers case, of... Back in the day, teams used to be owned by super fans. You know, it was some asshole that was a big fan of baseball that had too much money lying around and wanted to, you know, own a team and be invested and wanted to win and be competitive. Now, so many sports teams are owned by businesses, by companies. You know, they're 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 put out there specifically to make money with no real concern whether they win or not, right? And I think that converts well to the Flyers, especially the Flyers. You go from Ed Snyder, who, you know, was the greatest Flyer ever, you know, the guy who wanted nothing more than to win and would do anything to make that happen, to Comcast, who's being run by Dave Scott, who's just a fucking dude who came out of retirement to collect a few more paychecks, you know. It's a fascinating concept that, you know, it's not just the Flyers, but... You know, the, the sports overall are kind of going to the commercially owned side rather than, you know, the ultra fans. And the ultimate, ultimately, the, the, the product on the ice is suffering because of it. Yeah, I, I think there's that's just the this, this shift in, in what sports and media and, and entertainment and the business of entertainment is today. You know, I, I don't want to liken it to small businesses versus commercially you know Kmart. You know, corporate structures <laughs> yeah um but it is a very similar conversation you know in the way that, that that sports were run before you know but ultimately when you when you're signing guys to i, I mean take dougie hamilton for, for an example you know what do you think he gets eight years nine million a year at least seven years yeah, yeah. Like you know it's like the, that is a major investment that that you sit there and and i don't know that those super fans as wealthy as they may be are willing to tie the entirety of their their income, their funds, and and whatever is liquid too. And uh, th it, that leaves only these mass corporations and, and these these entities that that are here specifically to breed income. And um, and and that's what's uh, what's incredibly brutal uh, about what this process is. I, I will say that growing up, sports to me, and I've used this word so many times, were always deeply romantic. Like there was something that you could just immediately grow an attachment to. And I do believe very much so it, it, it is the city of Philadelphia. We, we hear it almost at nauseum, you know, the wear your heart on your sleeves, the passion and everything to hear the players that have been here, the fans that 
that you know that have been passed down from generation to generation i do very much so believe that that era of fan and that era of sport is being so washed out that it is becoming nothing but we're demanding immediate results and if you don't get that we're jumping ship and these owners they, they don't give a shit about the product that's on there they, they just they need to see how can we utilize this brand that we purchased make enough money that we either continue to grow that and that's our nut forever or that we grow it to a point that we know we want to get it to so we can flip it to someone else yep, so they can do exactly. what their vision is there is no ram- romance in sports anymore we have to sit there and hope to god that we get a mike trout type of player across any of our four sports here in philadelphia which we do not fucking well joel and beat but short shelf life for nba centers um but we don't really have that here so it's so hard to be emotionally and romantically involved and invested in these teams just in that argument that you witnessed you know at the iron pigs game for these major corporations to come in here and let's talk dollars 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 not wins 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 not passion that fuels this city that rallies the city that gives them when everything else is crashing and burning around it's like i don't know a fucking pandemic hope sports don't provide that for you anymore no hell no not in fucking philadelphia provides sadness and despair and then more sadness yes yeah That's a good split. 20 minutes and 20 minutes so far. Sad state of affairs these days. Yes. Very much so. And then you have a complacent fan base that doesn't give a shit whether the fucking company acts on making acquisitions or not. Well, the fans are assholes. They're compliant. Assholes. (laughs) They're here to look at Nolan Patrick's hair. They're not here to fucking care if they win games or not anymore. Just stalking players on Instagram. That's all people care about. It is brutal. I just, I don't, I don't know. I was born at three generations too late. I've always said a similar thing for, for, you know, how I grew up. Um, I don't make sense in this world, um, you know, to, to say the least, but um, what I will say is that like when you, something did switch when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. You know, there was a, a brief period of time, and this is how you can tell the time and space that we're living in right now, because to, to win a Super Bowl in, in a town run by the Philadelphia Eagles, like the, in terms of their sports, yeah. you know, this is a football town. Something did change. You know, there, the romance was back. That like it, it was that thing that tied generations together again. And there was this belief and this hope in this product. And they had done this. They eclipsed this mile, this, this mountain that they never really should have, even with that roster, with that GM. None, none of it made sense. They should have never overcome the, the Carson Wentz thing. There was so much that brought the city together. And for a brief time afterwards, it remained that way. And it, it fizzled out so fucking quickly. Yep. Winning cures a lot. I will give them that. I will give every, every sports town that in, in America. But you can't. To, to bring it back to, to the misery and the validation of that misery, we got quiet in that brief time after. Like we were there, we had our asshole fans who were sitting there and, and, and they were like, oh, Super Bowl champs, Super Bowl champs. When's the last time Dallas won? Jeep my dick. Like whatever. There were those people. Yeah. But by and large, people were just happy. And that's not Philadelphia. We don't know what the fuck to do with that. But when shit started going south again, oh, now we're loud. Now we're here. I don't want any big changes. Because they couldn't keep it up. It was like you and your broken cock. Well, I can. It's just at an angle. <laughs> That's all. 
It was weird, man. Honestly, it was it was a frightening thing. I would never recommend that for the seventy six percent of you who have one. Um, it's uh, whew, not fun. That's a frightening phrase, just to say. I hope I never get to a point where I even consider being like, "Oh yeah, I just broke my cock." I don't know if it's. I, I can't imagine. I feel I feel like okay right now, but I haven't tried to pee, so <laughs> we'll see how that rolls. I don't know. Uh, can you even break something if there's not a bone there? It's not like a like a. That's what I can't tell. Like I don't know what I don't know what this is. Hmm. And like that's another thing. Like, tear if a it's a bone, or that's yeah. Like if you, if you dislocate a finger, like you just <laughs> pop it back in and it's straight <laughs> and we're fine. Everything's okay. Like you can't just <laughs> that. Like I don't really know what you do in that situation, right? Like because you can't. It's like cartilage. Can you reconform? I guess you can because your nose is just straight up cartilage. <laughs> so like maybe when someone just has to like readjust my shit. Dan, it's a shame that we're not in studio together, honestly, because I could just like. <laughs> This this problem could go away. Because, like, you can't do it to yourself. Like, you can't readjust your own nose. I'm not fucking Clive Owen or something. That's insane. Are you wearing a Conor McGregor shirt? That's awesome. Dude, what's, what's a little, like, re- cock readjustment between buddies? Right? Oh, my God. That may be the funniest moment in the history of this fucking stupid show. Every episode. Oh, my God. I'm gold. Gold, Jerry. Gold. Oh, my God. You can't joke. Yes, this is a Connor McDavid, uh, Connor McDavid, Connor McGregor, McGregor, yeah, uh, jersey, walkout Solid. jersey, whatever the fuck they call it. All right, you get it because they're nice and light, they're nice to wear this time of year when it's hot as fucking hair, dude. It's not great, and also like I remember because I'm a fucking professional, Dan, to turn the fan off because my mic picks up too much of the. Oh yeah. So I had to turn that off and like I didn't put the window open because God forbid the heroin addict is out there mowing his lawn at like nine o'clock at night. I don't know what he's doing out there. I didn't want to risk it. I'm a professional, right? And I gotta we gotta keep the shit good. So I am in here just dying yep. in my obest state. It, it, it's it's very hot in here. But uh, you know, we sacrifice things for the our listeners. Of the show. Yeah. That's correct. Why is this mic all weird? Did I punch this mic when I was freaking out about it? I don't know. Did you rest it on a couch and that sinks in too much? <laughs> is there a slight lilt to the oh microphone? God. Euphemisms, innuendos. Love it. <sighs> Back on the... Uh... It's weird. What? Pint glasses? Water's excellent, by the way. If you don't drink water, you're an asshole. But pint glasses are just so easy to drink out of. Like it's so much more like than other other like shaped glasses, even bottles. I don't know. Like pint glasses, I'm pretty sure that like you see those crazy kids who just sit there and like look done in like point two seconds. It's not even real. You're like that. That guy's a pro. <laughs> like, I get it. It's such an easy. It's just such a smooth drinking pattern. The design of that glass, excellent. Anyway, you were saying. I don't know what I was saying actually. 
we 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 were. I don't know. Oh, flyers! That back Sonstrom fellow is back. Can we talk right. about that? <laughs> we we did. We talked a little bit about it. The best part of Sonstrom coming back means that Alex Lyon is probably not going to come back. I hate Alex Lyon, which I, is a rude Alex thing to Lyon, say. He's been here since 2016 and never got any better. He's a perfectly fine age of goal, but I've watched him every night since 2016. I hate him. And then he comes to the NHL, proved nothing. It's Nothing. Terrible. Multiple years he's given shots every fucking year and just never got any better. Alex Lyon, I fucking hate that fucking bastard son of a bitch, shit-eating, cock-sucking, butt-fucking, dog-humping, fucking bitch Alex Lyon. That was so impressive. That was awesome. I also hate him, but I'm not going to try to eclipse him. I'm like foaming at the mouth. <laughs> Yes, well, there's a level of excitement that, that comes when you're talking about someone that you hate. You're a Philadelphia fan, after all. <sighs> Got it. But he is terrible at hockey. And the fact that you're right, for five years, we've had to sit there and watch that dude between the pipes not improve on a single thing. Like, the only thing that he improved on is speaking in an interview and getting people to feel bad for him for not getting legitimate shots <laughs> to him. <laughs> Like he just got like, yeah. uh, I don't know, like he was more articulate, like just sitting there and speaking. You're like, oh, man, I believe in this guy. Mm-hmm. He also looks like another former flyer that I can't recall. Every time he every time he has a fucking interview, I'm like, why does he look like? And I can't fucking remember. I'm going to figure it out. This pisses me off. Mm. I also have 58 text messages right now from Stephanie downstairs. And not one of them is checking on my well-being. <laughs> she doesn't care that much. She should. Alex Lyon, what does he look like? I don't know. Oh, I'm I'm gonna get it. Just give me a second. Hmm. I don't know, man. He looks like someone, and I can't think of who. It's gonna come to me in the middle of a game next year. I'm gonna send, I'm just sending you a text and be like, this fucking guy. I don't know. Nothing. Uh... Nothing immediately comes to mind? No. I just get angry looking at pictures of him in a Flyers jersey. But... That's fair. Gotta get Alex Lyon. <sighs> yeah. Not a fan. Not a fan. I don't know if you could tell. I was very nice to the guy, but... <laughs> Not a fan. <sighs> hmm. Yeah, I got nothing. It's yeah, going to come to me eventually. Jesus. Mm, since you listen to the Noly Pod, maybe you can help us out with this one. Where's Nick? I, I don't... Have I ever spoken to Nick? I don't know. Who's Nick? The guy. I understand it's the person's wedding who I'm supposedly he's, supposed to go yeah, to. Yeah, you're people. supposed to fight Noah. Which, by the way, I'll probably... Uh, you know what? Nick, whomever you are, I'll bartend your wedding. Nick, he, he's he's a host here occasionally. And I mean, just, I get that. He hasn't been and here like, in a while. Where is he? Like, I know that I've I've met him, but, like, I can't I can't picture, like, his face. I, I can't, like, hear his voice. Nothing. Like, I don't know if I've just been on random, you know, I don't know if your full. paths ever cross. 
Maybe well, I know that I've been on something with him, but I don't know that I've ever done like a a real show, like probably like the hundredth episode and shit like that. Yeah, like I know he was, but he wasn't on with you because we just called him on the phone. Gotcha. Which was the last time I heard so from we... him, and he's like, "I got better shit to do," and then left. Haven't heard from him since. Where's yeah, Nick? Like I... Hashtag where's Nick? Put it up there. I don't know. I feel bad. Like I feel like it, like what if what if I mean Nick obviously probably does like my show. You know, this is the show of the Brotherly Pod network. Then I I, I put it on Noly Pod, and he never even responded to me. So maybe he's just missing. Possibly. Maybe he quit and didn't tell me? That would be some shit. Honestly, that... Maybe he's... I don't know. I don't know where he is. Did you send the incorrect termination notice, and instead of Noah, you sent it to Nick? I don't think so. No, it's coming in the mail. I'll just get ready for it. But, uh, I don't know where Nick is. Hashtag where's Nick? The hunt continues. Grell knows. I don't know. I don't know either. Did you hear the part where he wanted a uh, a speedo with a tuxedo on it? I did. I think I, that I should. You should break out your your fine beanie, and he'll break out his fine speedo, and then you guys can fight. Uh, no, so I got, I bought a, I'm, I'm not even kidding. Right when I heard that part, I was like, I know exactly when we're wearing this fucking wedding. So uh, I don't know what the hell they're called. Uh, can't even begin to, to think of what this would be called, but bought from a sex shop because, you know, it's like <laughs> one of five places I shop. <clears throat> but uh, so Stephanie was going to the shore with one, with two of her very attractive friends. And uh, she didn't invite me and I was annoyed by that. Mildly so, actually, loathed the shore. Was really appreciative that she didn't, but I had to make a big deal out of it specifically for comedic purposes. So I got one of those things that like just comes over your shoulder and just like the Borat thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's like neon green. Yeah. I'm gonna wear that while I box, Noah. <laughs> That's not. And while I dance, like why not? Okay, right? Huh. So like he can wear that stupid ass like tuxedo thing that's fine tuxedo speedo versus the borat i'm all in man whatever the fuck it is oh yeah i have no shame i don't care (laughs) i was gonna wear it tonight but then everything happened (laughs) there were medical issues that uh, (laughs) medical issues oh my god (laughs) oh jesus Uh, yeah and steph was not happy about that either I just like started walking down the stairs and she's like get the fuck back up there i was like what I'm, i'm not going to the beach with you guys is this unacceptable She's like, get back upstairs. Like, All right, fine. Uh, it's probably for the best. It's not a good sight. <clears throat> Still don't know why she's with me. It's a fucking miracle. Probably <laughs> for laughs like that. Oh, God. This show is great. Yep. Yeah, like 16% Flyers hockey. Come to Flyers side chat. You're going to get three shows a week from now on. I'm going to fire everybody else. There's going to be you and I. I'm in. I have nothing else going on during like non-school time. Even when I have school, I don't give a shit. I'll talk about anything. Anything. I can do that once a show too. <clears throat> on running gig. You remember these shows far better than I do. Well, that's again, a callback. And I'm like, he said that before. Huh? So, well, you know, I have very high level joking skills. Mm. So, you know, which by the way, start a new job this week. Right. And Go like, on. I don't, I don't show my, personality at like corporate events like ever or anywhere for that matter so no like once i'm 
like once I know that like I, I'm like going to be deeply rooted into a team somewhere, like they're getting the real me like right away because that's important. You can't just like be quiet for two months and all of a sudden talk the way that, that I talk yeah. and behave like that's that's just shell shock, culture shock. That's not that's not good for anyone. So like if I'm going to be there every day, you're going to get me from day one. <laughs> but uh, but if it's like a corporate thing, where I'm just like just walking in the door for fucking orientation or whatever. Like I'm just sitting there and I'm quiet and like but I always listen to like everything that everyone else is saying. And like everybody else says all this dumb shit this whole time. I got this guy who thinks he's funny, but he's an asshole and he's just fucking dumb. And I got this other girl. Yeah. Basically. No, you know what? I would much prefer a conversation with Noah than anyone in my fucking class. Hmm. Um, And Noah, that's not an endorsement of you or your show. It's just (laughs) an endorsement of how bad those fucking people are as humans, like just as a species, like I am concerned because of the rest of that room. But so much goes on and I sit there and I listen and I listen and I listen and I have these high level jokes that it's just like, if you're not paying attention, it's going to go over your head, which it went over everyone's head and I'm sitting there and I'll just randomly just blurt out a quick one liner that I'm super proud of because I'm intelligent and I listen and all these other people are like, I don't don't get it. I'm like, I can't wait to meet my fucking team. They're going to be in for some actual fun for the first time in financial history. (laughs) You imagine just walking in and like, I'm the guy who's handling your finances. Actually, I can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's going to be ridiculous. Hmm. Point of that whole spiel was, by the way, always pay attention to shit and never be afraid to have a very high-level callback joke. Even when no one else in the room gets it, you do. And that's what matters. That's all that matters, yeah. Then you can have them on these shows and have your host not fucking pay attention and not remember the shit that you say. Dan. See, the problem is I do 15 shows between hours. I gave you that out earlier. You can't take it now. Uh, what? Is it curve? <laughs> Anthony's trying to disrupt our show. Well, that's hurtful. Preparing like a good co-host for tomorrow. Dave Festchuck on the air tomorrow, everybody. Uh, we're talking some Leafs. Uh... Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. No. Let's see if Noah ever uh, left a voice message for us. Probably not. I just had an Amazon order delivered. It's 9.05 p.m. Oh, man. I wonder if some of my new dress shoes came in then. That'd be excellent. I needed batteries for the fucking goddamn thermometer up here. (laughs) The little disc guys? Yeah. Yeah, fuck those. I didn't even know where to get those from. And I'm like, I could just Amazon it. Get everything from Amazon. So that's what I did. It's either ran out of batteries or it killed itself because it's so hot in here. I honestly, did it start to like corrode and shit? Because like everything that I have in this office. Mm I don't think so. It's just awful. No, it's not corroded. Well, that's good. It must just died. I like to buy random shit from online places just to imagine the people that are packaging that up for me like who buys like sex toys from amazon actually i'm sure a lot of people do it's a very it's, it's a lot of shit that you can get but uh but i do like to sit there and just you, be like uh, you, i wonder what the hell they're gonna think about all right you experience buying your sex toys from amazon Nah, just two for like gag gifts literally they were gags but um yeah i don't know i'll buy them from anywhere i don't give a shit i got no shame let's just make sure we get to use them I got, uh, for Christmas this year, 
I got a series of soaps that were shaped like dicks and rainbows. Dude, why? Because that's what the gays do for each other, Shane. No, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> do you try to like but that? Here's my concern with this. Everyone's been 14 before who's had a penis, right? Yeah, I would assume so. At first, the thought of in the shower. Wait, are those like. Yeah. They're all right. soaps. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Look, here's the thing with that. I imagine you're actually going to utilize those and imagine you're in the shower whilst utilizing them and you're like, wow, soap on the cock feels pretty good. And then all of a sudden you try to pee and you're like, oh my God, do I have an STD? <laughs> because it burns. Are you a bad gay? Is that what this is? <laughs> like, did you give that to someone so that they would think that the, like their urethra was just totally just spent and they were like, I wonder what that guy had? <laughs> Just the same, like maybe that's why your asshole's itchy. Another callback. You know, there has been a reoccurring itchy asshole situation lately, and I can't quite figure out why. Stop putting that in the butt. That's it. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. That's that's. I don't, look, it's I'm just, just soap. You don't put the actual soap in your ass or up your I, cock. It's just a a bar of soap shaped like a cock is on. <sighs> All right, I don't, it's not a fucking STD bar. Also, pro tip, oh, if boy. you are thoroughly washing yourself and it happens to get in the urethra, put your tip in warm water whilst attempting to pee. That way it doesn't feel like needles. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I'm just saying. Fucking show. Oh, God. Look, I like people to leave with some sort of like life advice to help them. Uh... Right? I can't help you if you're a female. I mean, I can't say I didn't learn anything tonight. Yeah. In the off chance that I ever uh... look, sometimes got to got to get a little more aggressive with the soap. Like it just is what it is. Like the soap in that particular area, and you're like, you know what? Things are a little messy tonight. We're gonna have to make sure we take care of this. So you give it a little extra love in a non-pleasurable way, in literally a cleaning way, and then all of a sudden you go to pee, and you're like needles <laughs> out of your urethra. So like at a certain point, I did have to Google that. And uh, and figure that shit out for myself. So, yeah, pro tip. If it ever happens, no shame. Sometimes you're just a really thorough washer. And uh, and the thoroughness gets inside the urethra, which is like the seventh time that we've been able to say the word urethra on this podcast. And I'm pretty this, proud this of that. This is the best show I've ever done. <laughs> it doesn't even come close anymore. <laughs> I've not laughed so hard in a fucking long time. Oh, good. Oh. Good. That's good. This is why we don't plan for this show. It would Look, not be the same if I gave you bullet points and we're going to read from it. Nope. That's the thing. So, like, I'm very much so. I, I like shows that, like, we have legitimate things we know we need to talk about. I'm like, let's make sure we're prepared and we're like people sure. so we don't sound like assholes. But knowing that we're on the same page for this one, I do always check just in, just in case. It's not my network. So I want to make sure that I don't fuck this shit up for you. But uh, I do always check and I'm like, we got points we're talking about. And you're like, no, nah, we're going to wing it. I'm like, solid. Whatever comes up. I got nothing I to say that. this time of year that's hockey related. Besides shitting on Alex Lyon. Fuck Alex Lyon. Fuck Alex Lyon. There's a puck that's crooked in that case and the light's catching it weird and it's driving me absolutely nuts. Hold on. Shift it. It's a Sam Moran one too. Come on, Sam. Get your shit together. Quality tweet from you, by the way. If you're going to... I can't remember the exact words, but if you're going to stick... you know your 
fandom in one particular thing, and it was the Nolan Patrick. Why not do it for Sam Moran? Quality tweet. If you're getting behind Nolan Patrick because he had potential when he was 17, that yep. and uh, he's hot and the injuries and there was one other point. I don't remember what the hell it was. Like I think it was just the three points. Let's apply to that. Let's apply that to Sam Rand too. I mean, it's Oh, because he's cheap. That's what the other one was. Yeah, cheap contract. Right. Let's bring Rand back too. Yeah, quality sweep. Because it's true. Rand's far more useful than Nolan Patrick was. If they if they I'm run great. this team back with like Sanheim and Patrick and all these same shitheads, except Moran's gone, I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> and that we talked about a couple weeks ago as well. And it would be absurd, honestly. It'd be I, peak Flyers. Just another dig at Dan the Flyer fan. This shithead made us have a Pride Night this year. We're going to make sure we don't bring his favorite player I still love that back. bit. <laughs> it did seem like it was in response, like, within days. It has to be. It has to be. They didn't have one on the docket until I wrote one, and then all of a sudden, two days later, hey! That's what I'm saying. It's impressive. You just beat us to our announcement. How dare you? And they didn't do shit for it. Hey, Bryce Harper. Hey, Bryce Harper. Why don't they call Cornelius Randolph up? What's their ish? Cornelius Randolph is a bad baseball player. I know he's having a good year. Everyone who knows what the minor leagues fucking pays attention to that stuff, which, by the way, I love you guys, if you do. But Cornelius Randolph is not a good baseball player. Like He can is, hit. Isn't that like... This is the, he cannot hit. That's the thing. He's been just fine this, is, this year. This is the outlier. Like, this is the anomaly of all of That's all that matters, Shane. One season. It, it doesn't matter what they did beforehand. If they were good this year, then let's sign them, Tyson Berry. And if they suck, Seth Jones. No, won't you? Whatever happened before this doesn't matter. Call them up. Quality setup. Yeah. Well done. I'm still salty uh, about this. <laughs> that's because you're right. I know that's I'm right. The that's the, that is the cross that I have to bear at the end of the day, Shane. Not with I am the right through thing. all of this shit. It's a theory. Call it Moniac. His goddamn walk-up song is stuck in my head for like two weeks now. What's his walk-up song at AAA? Fuck! It's uh, Baby Boy by Felly. Yeah, I'm not even going to pretend to know that. Neither did I. I had to Shazam it because I would get stuck in my head every Dude, time it goes app up. ever. Awesome. Love and that app. I, I finally got it during one of the last games I was at. I'm like, yes! And I've been listening to it nonstop since because it's fucking ugh, catchy shit. That's, that's irritating. I'm going to have to listen to it. Jesus. <laughs> Who else is down there? They called up the Travis Zajac fellow. Sebastian Janikowski. What the fuck we're dealing with here? What? Yeah. What are we talking about now? We shifted somewhere to a place that didn't. They called up a guy. The blonde guy. The hair, Travis Zajac. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't. I, Adam Vinatieri. Stop naming that? former kickers, man. That's where I got all <laughs> fucked up. I was like, when did we shift gears? I'm just looking for his name. I don't. It's Jakorski or something. I don't know. He's fucking. He already got sent back down, but um, all right. He he does stink. All of them, everyone, whole fucking organization. Bring Hammer back. I don't think I've actually seen him yet this year. Has he played yet? J.D. Hammer? Yeah. Uh, I don't recall seeing him in a game action yet. Why do I feel like he's hurt? I don't know. Maybe. Whatever. Uh, Medina. 
Because mainly because his name is Adonis. It's a fucking cool name. Adonis Medina is a legit sports name, and it's a shame that the guy stinks. Because he'd be fun. Should just convert him to a bullpen pitcher now and just like work that into his thing and make him like a useful human. Honestly, they may have converted. Is he starting for him? I, this he is the has least... been starting, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, this is like the least I've paid attention. Role, but... Yeah, but like, so is Eniel De Los Santos. So is Josh Thompson. Like, all these random people that just had a year and they were like, oh, this is awesome. Rotation piece of the future. We've been rolling the same dog shit out there for like six years. There's some random fuckwit down there doing good. Falter? Pitcher fella, have himself a season. Bailey Falter or Picard Falter or got no idea. I don't know either. That's a rare thing that those things that get beyond me. But uh, I I have been admittedly so uh, fairly out of touch with uh, minor league baseball this year, which is weird. I do love minor league baseball and I love being down there. We've talked about that too. I typically watch it when I'm there. So this is why I just pick up random names like Sebastian Janikowski because it's I saw him once or twice, but. <sighs> For the most part, you know. Saul Sebastian Janikowski? Yeah. Twice. David Akers was at a game the other year, just out of fucking whatever. What's your obsession with kickers right now? Because he was at the fucking game! Yeah, but that's like a fourth kicker you've mentioned in the last, like, six minutes. That's the only thing that I remember from my childhood as football is kickers' names. Is kickers? Yeah. What? (laughs) Do you have, like, NFL Monopoly or something? And, like, it was just, like, Mark Brunel and a bunch of kickers? (laughs) No. By the way, if you guys ever had that game, it was awesome. It's so hot in here. Sweet oh, Jesus. Oh, it's not great, man. The fact that I'm all worked up is not helping the case, anyway. Huh? I'm all worked up. Well, you know. Talking about lying and laughing my ass off. It's just two different things. That, uh, <laughs> having emotions on this show. Well, it's the only show you can have emotional. That is true. Because everybody else sucks. Hear that, Noah? Yeah, Noah. Except a few. A few of you are fine. I'll let you determine who which one's which. Katie, I'm still on the fence with you. Imagine Who's this thing. Biscuit fellow? What about Biscuit? Is he on Twitter? Do I know him? Brosif Biscuit. It's at Brosif Biscuit. This guy um, that you know and Katie knows, and his name is Biscuit. He feels like a great guy, but I don't think I follow him. I absolutely love biscuit he is one of my favorite humans i've bro. ever met in my life. how the fuck do you spell brosif like joseph but brosif how the fuck do you spell joseph b-r-o-s-e-p-h brosif biscuit this not gonna walk you through that one Get. joey yep he's got a name look at that yeah joe berardi Which, he was hilarious. We had a show last night for our uh, So You Think You Can Manage podcast. Philadelphia he Phillies tweets podcast. less than you do. So that is impossible. That guy tweets more than me. Everyone tweets more than me. The, you know what? The internet would be so fucking lucky if I tweeted everything that came into my brain every single day. That's what you I know do. <laughs> I know, but I don't have the time. I also, every time the fucking iPhone updates, this is a big fucking problem for me. Every time the iPhone updates, it forgets all of the, the things that it learns about how incorrect your thumbs move. Mm, yeah. So like you sit there and you type and your phone just learns your idiocies and you're just like, oh, we're good here. Like, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And then you can press send and you're good with your life. Nope. iPhone updates. Now I can't even spell the word the. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Don't need to respond to anything today. Follow but the internet biscuit. would be lucky 
if I decided to just sit there. And I mean, I would be an account, I would like to think, that you would attach that little bell thing to, that you would go to someone's page on purpose, click the bell, and be like, I'd like to know every time that person sends a tweet, because it would be fucking gold. 76ers are only up seven points or eight points right now. Pissed me off. Boo! <sighs> go, go, Allen Iverson. That's right. Eric How long Snow. has he not been playing? Uh, 2000. Oh, fuck. I want to say like 2010. I'm only 11 years, but that's not too bad. Yeah, I mean, he's only in those gambling commercials right now looking like he's a 65-year-old man wearing chains. <laughs> yeah, he's not looking great these days. So it was totally plausible that he was... Listen, I still feel bad for that guy. That That's the whole reason that quote was... The only reason that quote was, was you know, memorized forever. Not memorized. I'm blanking on words now. I've said so much this episode. Um, <laughs> Your word, word quota is up. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. Hopefully for the week. I got to go in for for more corporate training tomorrow. And my God, I, I might I, I might say absolutely nothing as opposed to just five high level jokes that don't get appreciated by anyone in the room. <sighs> I felt the fucking resentment on that one. Listen, it is upsetting when you bring brilliance, especially comedic brilliance. And you know this because you have to carry a bunch of donkey shows. <laughs> If it's not appreciated, Noah, if it's not appreciated, it hurts because then you have to sit there and think, am I that much smarter than the rest of the people in this room? Or is society that dumb? And I don't know the answer to either of those, but both of them are fairly upsetting. A bunch of donkey shows. (laughs) Huh. Yeah, I agree. Thank you. going an hour 20 minutes shit it astounds me that this always happens i always think by the way we start these shows and i'm sure the listeners think after listening to the first 90 it's seconds out of the gate they're like sure. i don't think we need to listen to this anymore i think we're good here like these guys are probably gonna do 15 minute shows and call it we peak at the end and here we are well you know what it's a slow build man a little bit of foreplay you don't know what's coming the foreplay and then we sat on the couch and all of a sudden everything went wrong and now it's, it's time to end now it's over. True. Now we got to go to the hospital and get our dick reattached. Not reattached, but certainly realigned. <laughs> I'm sure there's a... Uh, a uh... But, like, you put a splint on it? Like, <laughs> what do you do? And, like, what if you're, what if you're a grower and not a shower? Right? Like, now do you have to sit there and get, like, just walk around at 40% all day? And, like, if that's the case, do you got to, like, constantly take, like, 12% of a tablet of Viagra to keep your stuff at, like, 40%? <laughs> That way, that like, when you tie the sticks to it, like what happens if you're, if that's who you are? Okay. I don't know. I, I got a lot of questions. I just got to make sure that my stuff's okay. You can Google this. I'm sure. I'm sure you can. You know what? I... We got a little bit of time left. Sure, why not? Can you break your cock? Oh my god! Oh, please don't do that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Is a penis fracture possible? Although rare, a penis fracture can occur when there's trauma to an erect penis. I was erect. A penis fracture differs from other fractures in the body because the penis has no bones. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Now I have to click on this. Now, uh uh-oh, we're going down a rabbit hole. Oh, God. Please just, like, be 
gentle with your reactions here. I don't want to be overly concerned when I'm trying to sleep tonight. Oh, fuck. Uh, if an engorged penis is bent suddenly or forcefully, the trauma can rupture the outer lining of one of the two cylinders. <laughs> this can result in a penis fracture. Oh. <laughs> Those are words I didn't need to hear. Oh my God, man. <laughs> the trauma is most often caused by sexual intercourse. Can confirm. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm going to get a fucking divorce. <laughs> A uh, fracture often results in a penis that is bulging and appears purple, looking somewhat like an eggplant. Signs and symptoms of a penis fracture include immediate I mean, penile everyone who pain. Everyone uses that fucking emoticon. They're yeah. actually they're, sending it's, a, uh, they're a broken penis. penis. Yeah. Immediate penile pain, a popping oh, or cracking like sound. <laughs> oh, dude, stop. All right, you're good. You can read the rest of this on your own time, but... <laughs> Rapid Jesus loss of Christ, erection, man. swelling in the penal right shaft, discoloration of the penal shaft due to bleeding underneath the skin. Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> I'm going to be in the shower tomorrow just, like, scrubbing my stuff with that dick soap. It's going to be awful. <laughs> Sometimes the tube that drains urine from the body is damaged as well. Blood may be visible in the urinary opening of the penis. Holy shit, man. A penis fracture requires urgent medical attention. I didn't get that. I just talked to you. <laughs> the, the like, injury... All I got was WebMD from you. We're on Mayo Clinic right now, actually. Whatever. Um, let's see. Where was I? The injury can usually be diagnosed with a physical exam, but additional testing such as ultrasound may be needed. Prompt surgical repair is typically recommended. Oh, fuck. All right. I think we're good. I'm fine. We're just going to work through it. That's all. Left untreated, a penis fracture may result in a curved penis or permanently inability to get or keep an erection. That? What if that lilt just is, allows for more easy access to G-spots? I think that's a trade-off that we all... That's a positive spin on a negative situation, huh? It certainly is. <laughs> I just gotta hope the lilt bends in the correct way. That's some horrifying shit. Dude, I don't know why you just read all that to me right now. I am going to have nightmares tonight. Like, it's gonna be three o'clock in the morning. I'm gonna wake up just <laughs> screaming. <laughs> Steph's gonna be like, shut up and go to bed. I'm on vacation. I'm you like, don't understand. <laughs> like, you did this. Damn, the flyer fan read me a Mayo Clinic article after you broke my cock. <laughs> Dude, she's gonna be so angry. Like, if, if anyone sits here and like listens to this show, by the way. And then, which you all should. I'm not saying that anyone shouldn't, but if <clears throat> if any one of them like messages me, how how's your penis? She's gonna be like, I can't believe that you talked about that on a podcast. I'm gonna be like, no one knows who you are, and they're gonna they do. They will figure this shit out. You're getting a divorce anyway. That's what I'm saying. It's gonna happen. Well, <sighs> you have to find a lady that doesn't care that your penis is broke. It's true. They're out there. Yes, they are, but I can't make the joke I want to make. <laughs> We've made it this far. I don't want to edit anything out. That's what I'm saying. 
May as well end on a high note. That, that's, that's as good as it's going to get. <laughs> We're also an hour and 23 minutes in, so. Fair enough. All right, everybody. On that cheery note, don't send any hate mail to me if you fucking cringed out of your skin listening <laughs> to the last bit here. I do apologize. I don't like it either. <laughs> Um, at Dan the Flyer Van at Brotherly Puck at Brother underscore Pod be back tomorrow morning with Anthony Dave Festchuk back in the program talking Leafs and their disaster of a playoff ending and uh, other than that I think that's it and we're going to calm down again probably some leftovers next week um, Shane you guys can find me on Twitter it's at Shane underscore Mead please don't tweet me anything about my penis <laughs> I would greatly appreciate that Noah don't tweet me anything at all uh, and Katie, I'm still on the fence about you. We'll figure it out. <laughs> All right, Nick, where are you? Until next time, everybody. Goodbye and good night. <laughs>